This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1177 of Horse Tip Daily. Your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by EquestrianCollections.com. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily it's time again for another installment of trading tips with michelle barr of right lead equestrian center in louisiana michelle is a graduate of louisiana scholars college a north american riding for the handicapped registered instructor british horse society certified instructor and a certified instructor and judge for the world side saddle federation Today, Michelle and I toss a couple of DIY emergency hoof care tips into the pond, and we'll get right to our tips after this from EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Glenn here, and I am with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with Equestrian Collections Product of the Week, and it's getting to be showtime. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth, uh, Glenn, yes. Um, it is getting to be time to be looking for some new boots for the season, and I wanted to feature one of our top-selling tall boots that we have on our site. That's the Mountain Horse Ladies for Wren's Dress Boot. Uh, these boots are, uh, they come in a huge range of sizes, and that is one of their biggest selling points. You know, Mountain Horse has always been one that looks at all across-the-board customers. Um, they, they have a lot of different sizes, a lot of different calf widths. They're very generous with their extra wide, and uh, they are in stock. There's lots of them in stock right now, time for show season. These are very nice-looking boots. They've got the Spanish top. They're made, uh, they have a pigskin lining. Um, they've got a really good zipper. They're just a, a nice, nice boot. They're less than $250, which is a good price point for a boot that looks this nice and, and is it, it just, it's, it's just a good boot to have, and it's a really good dressage boot. It's a dress boot, so it's a really good dressage boot, or if you're doing jumpers, um, you, you want to get a new pair of boots. These are excellent boots, a top seller. We, we don't get them back. They're just really, really nice. So I wanted to remind everybody of the Mountain Horse Ladies for Ends dress boots. I really like the zipper pull-through slot that these have because a lot of times the zippers will come down on you after, after they start to wear out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this actually has a zipper keeper, so it prevents that from happening at the top. And uh, I really like that on these. Yeah, it's very unique. It's a unique little thing that they put in, you know, boot manufacturers are always looking to do something a little bit different and um and the, these are just really nice boots with lots of unique and new features and there's a size chart right on equestriancollections.com just search for mountain horse ladies friends that's f-i-r-e-n-z-e dress boot and you'll find them on there take a look at the size chart and get your order in today for a terrific price great and you're always welcome to call customer service we're always happy to help And welcome back from Right Lead Equestrian Center in Baton, Lu- Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Michelle Barr is here with another handy-dandy do-it-yourself, help-your-horse-and-help-yourself tip. What have you got for us today? So today I have a little tip uh, that came from my farrier, and it's about collecting used-up, spent, dead tennis balls and just having a few on hand in case your horse starts to founder. What? And again, as with... Wait a minute. Yeah. 
Yep. Yep. Tell me how so that we works. We have to have our little warning here. You know, anytime you have a veterinary problem, you want to contact your vet first. But this is this is what uh, my farrier told me. My mare, Emma, we thought she was foundering and uh, called up. The farrier called the vet. He couldn't come out immediately. Called the farrier. And he says, don't put her in the trailer. What I want you to do is find some dead tennis balls. I don't know what he was talking about. Dead tennis balls are tennis balls that no longer have any bounce to them. They don't bounce real good. You wouldn't want to play a game of tennis with them. Oh, I, yeah, I got I it. Could, the tennis ball yeah. that your dog's been chewing on. Got it. Yep, exactly. I asked him if I could just take some of Libby's tennis balls and put a slice in them and kill them. And he said, no, they must die of natural causes. So you should either find a a recreation complex like the rec center at your school or your church, a local university, a tennis club, some sort of thing. Or a friend who has a Jack Russell Terrier. Yeah. They'll have some. Don't wait until you're having this problem to try to locate them because People don't understand when you call hysterically looking for dead tennis balls what your problem is. And it's just going to go so much better if you just have, a, you know, three or four of them in your tack trunk just in case you take them, put them under the frog, just as you would the frog support that your farrier vet will make for you when he gets to you. And the, the fact that they're no longer bouncing gives them just enough support under the frog to help that horse be comfortable until you get the attention maybe. Now, and not in a million years would I have thought of using a tennis ball. Honestly, that is about as far out as I have ever heard. Yep. Yep. Now, you know, getting them to say maybe maybe you'd want to use our our last tip and put your IV bag on over your tennis ball too. <laughs> but um, you know, yeah, how you, did you, you keep it on their use, foot? Um, I put copious amounts of duct tape. You know, cut some some relief points along the coronary band. Um, you know, put it at a at an angle and kept her locked up. Wow, that is bizarre! Wild, crazy, bizarre, strange. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Not a long-term fix. This is this is not something you can do instead of getting professional treatment. This is a this is a stopgap. A little yeah. bit. This yeah. is a stopgap. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, my, yeah, but I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Next time uh, you're at a friend's house who owns a golden retriever, and you see <laughs> all those tennis balls floating around the front yard. That's right. Pocket one. Ask if you can have some. That's yeah. right. Pocket a couple of them. I'm going to think. Right I'm going to do for that. some new ones. <laughs> I'm going to take the bag full that Glenn has in the garage because he doesn't play tennis oh, very often. I'm just going to take a go. few of those and I'm going to throw them out in the yard and let them age. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Does Glory play, play with the tennis balls? Unfortunately, greyhounds are famous for not playing with toys. Really? Yeah. Um, it's really hard to find one that will play in any way. They'll take their, their toys and they love them. They take them and put them in their crate and they hug Aww. them. And that's about it. 
They're lovers. <laughs> lovers, not oh, players. That's, that's cool. Cute. Yeah. So I have I have another f- uh, founder helpful hint. And this okay. Is, this, is, this is seriously, seriously, seriously old school. But, okay. I'm, uh, I love those. Yeah. Science backs it up. Back okay. in back in the day, we're talking way back in the day when a horse had heat in his feet for any reason, yes. including founder. Um, didn't have a guard. Didn't have a hose to run water over them because this was before hoses. Right. Didn't have ice <laughs> handy because this was before ice. They would take right. the horse and they'd stand him in a creek bed. Yes, I remember this from when I was little. Yes, yeah, so you find yourself a creek bed. Yep. It's, it's more so, mud. That more mud. It's soft and squishy on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the old timers would always tell us that that was one of the benefits, and indeed it is. But one yep. of the benefits they didn't realize at the time that science has now brought to light is the water is moving and yeah. because it's moving it will continually draw heat out versus yeah. water that is still that's right carries it right away carries it right away water that's still even cold water that is still is not as effective as water that is moving right. so you know what that reminds me of then um when you have a horse that's super hot as as we get here in in the summer uh, maybe a horse that doesn't sweat and he's anhydrotic and you've got to do something to get this body temperature down. You don't want to just put the water on them and then leave them. You know, you got to put the water and scrape it, put the water and scrape it, put the water and scrape it because it's, it's the water that's carrying the heat away. It, water does not have any magical property there just all by itself. Very good. You're right. And that was, again, something that only a few years ago, we did not, we weren't cognizant of. You'd spray the horse off yeah. or sponge the horse off and then let yeah. the water there, but their body will very quickly warm that water up to his body temperature, his skin sure. temperature, and then it's not really, it's actually insulating. So scrape it off exactly. and add some new chilly water again. There you go. Yeah. So even if you, and a whole if, bunch of tips. yeah, if you don't have a stream handy, um, agitate the water that you soak your horse's feet in if you need cold water. Yeah. Um, yep. move it around with a sweat scraper. What I like to do is fill the bucket with mostly ice and a little bit of water and then put a hose in there and put the hose on a very slow stream. Uh, yeah. So it keeps things moving. Let it circulate. It circulates it, but I don't use up a whole lot of water and wash everything away. So hot feet, hot legs, hot ankles, a couple of tips for that. And thank nice. you again, Michelle Barr from Baton Rouge Rouge, Louisiana, and you do clinics and and talks and seminars all over the country for for folks because you are, after all, a BHS certified instructor and an ISSO certified judge and instructor. So where can folks contact you if they're interested in having you come out and do a clinic or seminar for them? Well, they can go to the webpage, www.rightly.com, and my email address is there. Or you can just email me directly at... Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, at rightlead.com. Uh, Rightlead also has a Facebook page. If you are into Facebook, you can get to me through there as well. Cool. Well, thanks a bunch again, and we'll be seeing you soon. Well, there you go. Michelle has lots more tips on horsetipdaily.com. Just go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. And now you can have every single one of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. And this podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. 
Listeners like me, you ask? Well, yes. Folks like you who enjoy the great podcasts on Horse Radio Network can support your favorite programs by supporting our sponsors, like EquestrianCollections.com, and also by becoming an official auditor. You can learn how how to become an official auditor by going to Horsetipdaily.com and look for the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 